Hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you're having an amazing day. I wanted to start this episode with a quick testimony because I think it's important just to remind you ladies that there are women changing their lives behind the scenes, right? You hear me share my story and my experiences, and you hear me offer coaching and offer the roadmap, but know there's women that are choosing that and are having great success. I love all that I have to offer, and one-on-one coaching is super, super special to me because it just gives us more time to connect, build a relationship, really help me see inside your mind and your life experiences, and to help guide you to ultimately what you actually want and how you want to move forward in your life. So I know you've heard Chris before. She has been on the podcast sharing her story, but I want to read part of her testimony today. She said, I was referred to Michelle by a friend after listening to a few of her podcasts and a few conversations with her. I felt This was the right person and place for me. My intention in starting coaching with Michelle was not to become completely alcohol-free, but I wanted to drink less and feel under control. Through this journey, I've learned a lot about the ways I was using and abusing alcohol to cope, cover up, fit in, and escape. Now, because I'm healthier with my mindset, I am also healthier with my relationship with alcohol. So I wanted to share that with you just to encourage you. And let you know that the path is available to you. I have heard people say, and I'm sure I've said it too, and we're human, right? Where when we want to do something or we want to make changes, we say, oh, well, that didn't work for me. You know, whether it's a diet program, a workout program, a you know, group program, a therapy, whatever it is, where it's really easy for us to say, well, that didn't work. And I've tried that before. And, you know, I just, I just don't know what to do next. Well, let me just share with you when I just simply want to say, well, what's the common denominator in all of the things? It's you. It's me. When we look outside of ourselves to see that that's going to fix me or that's going to be my solution, that's immediately where we're messing up. And I'm going to talk about self-esteem today. This is what this episode's about and the importance of really recognizing that the key piece to progress and action is how we feel about ourselves It's little tiny steps to trusting ourselves and really getting outside of this idea that something outside of us is where it's at. That's where the, 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 the great thing's going to happy, be happening. And that's where I'm going to be happy and fulfilled. And that's going to be my solution. Let me, and that's, you know, the unfortunate thing is that is how the marketing is today. You know, I've just learned this by growing inside of my business side of this and learning how to be an entrepreneur and learning how to create something where people will know that, you know, what I desire is an authentic relationship with you to guide you and support you. There are no quick fixes. There are, there's so many tactics and marketing things out there that grab your attention with these awesome weight loss stories or success stories. And that's what our brain wants. So know that you're not alone, that the ego, which is that part of our intellect, it wants quick. It wants solutions right away. And so it's going to help you maybe lean in and and grab those type of ideas. But I want to tell you, if you've done that, 
hasn't worked, you felt like you've been burned, you've spent money where you really wish you hadn't, just know that you're not alone and that's okay. And understand that you are the the common denominator. You are the one thing that maybe you just haven't counted on yet. So I want to encourage you into the beginning of this episode and how I'm going to actually guide you in this message to ways you can begin now building your self-esteem so that you will take action. Okay, enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Y'all, I really cannot make this stuff up. It's Wednesday, and sometimes I batch these where I do a couple at a time, and sometimes I do them on Wednesday mornings because that's a a window of opportunity for me so I can put it out for you on Thursdays. And... (laughs) It is so crazy. I cannot hear a sound. I saw the landscapers up the road when I got back from the gym this morning at like nine. And as soon as I started doing the intro moments ago, the the leaf blowers are right at my building and across the street. It's hilarious. I've just been sitting here quietly for, you know, five or six minutes letting them move up the road. So it's just so funny how, how it just is. But I love podcasting. That is the beauty of this because I've got my coffee and, you know, I did actually shower and do my hair today because I have clients this afternoon. I'm actually going to wear a pretty little red shirt because Zoom, you know, but I always have my comfy pants on. It's just the best. I just want you to know how much I love my job when it comes to this. I love it and I love supporting you and I just really have been thinking a lot about self-esteem and I was listening to a podcast yesterday and was talking about the importance of self-esteem in our like romantic relationships as well and how it's just such a game changer with when you come to the table with this belief and security in yourself, how you can truly show up as your authentic self in a relationship. And so that got me thinking because it's Valentine's Day and you know, as you know, I'm in a um, beautiful, healthy relationship with an amazing man now. And I know a lot of it has to do with just the personal work I've done, the healing work, the growth work, the work with my faith and connecting more with God and just really walking into the woman that I am meant to be. And so by me doing that that on my own and him doing his work through the years and becoming the man that he needed to be, it was it was a, a pretty quick connection 
we have really built a healthy, strong, solid relationship. And so that just got me thinking about the value of self-esteem. And so I wanted to talk to you today about what is it and what does it mean and what are some ways that you can really work on this now? Because let me just tell you, there, there's going to be times in our lives where we'll have moments of feeling insecure. You know, self-esteem is a huge issue among young people today, uh, middle schoolers. I see it in my kids You know, a lot of times they'll talk big, especially the boys, the ego, but they really have a low self-esteem and it's just that part of growing and, you know, really seeking their identity and hormones. But as women, we may have not grown out of that yet. And so here is where I want to help you and show you how and why this is so important. So what is self-esteem? Well, self-esteem is how we value and perceive ourselves. It is based on our opinions and our beliefs about ourselves, which can be difficult to change at times. We may also think of this as self-confidence. Your self-esteem can affect whether you like and value yourself as a person. So why is this important? So I did some Googles. You know, I love to do that and just kind of see what all is out there and share what I find and then share kind of my thoughts and my perspective. And so the question was, why is self-esteem important? Well, their findings show that people with high self-esteem generally have more success at school, at work, better social relationships, improved mental and physical health, and less anti-social behavior. Isn't that amazing? And I will add, based on what I've heard, and I think it's the social relationships, but much better romantic relationships when you have more self-esteem. Now, you may be saying, you may have come from a background where there is this rule or, you know, even as a believer, sometimes we can really get mashed under this, the human part of the legalistic, like, well, you shouldn't think too highly of yourself and, you know, self-esteem might be too egotistical. So there's this spectrum and you've seen it. You've seen these people. And especially if you have these people in your life, you might be a little bit more nervous or apprehensive about building your own self-esteem because they're full of themselves. These are people that have insane, high self-esteem, that's egotistical, cocky, right? That's on the high end of the spectrum where you just think you're superior and you're better than others. Well, and I'm going to also just expose them. That might be their behavior, but come on, don't you and I know really that people that behave that way and they pretend that they're inferior, they're um, more Um, higher up than you, not the word inferior, because that's the opposite, but superior. That's the word. They're they're bigger. They're better. Most of the time, I'm going to say most of the time, they are extremely insecure, right? They have some serious stuff going on. And the ones that are truly that way also have some mental health issues because And you just don't want to be around them. So don't hang out with those people, okay? (laughs) And then on the other end of the spectrum are this woe is me, low self-esteem, I'm not worthy, I'm pitiful, I've never been good at anything. That's the opposite end. And that can be obviously a turnoff. It feels very gross to me. And 
I think a lot of times people are using that as a manipulation tactic as well. But if that's truly where you're sitting and you truly believe that, then there needs some there. You really do need support because that is really affecting your mental health. If that's truly where you're sitting. Okay. So here's what I want. And this is what I talk about a lot. And excuse me, inside of where we are on our journey, let's sit somewhere in the middle, right? Let's flow in the middle to where we know that we need to have a healthy perspective of ourselves and we value ourselves. First of all, because we're actually here. You, there's only one of you. There have been billions of people in this world before you. Not one is just like you, looks just like you, has the gifts that you have or myself. We are absolutely individually special. Even if you're a twin, I have a client, she's a twin. Still, she is unique. She doesn't look exactly like her twin. She doesn't have the gifts like her twin. She doesn't talk like it, dream like her. That's the thing is you are unique. So first of all, just knowing that you're created by the creator in uniqueness. So, but let me give you some steps because I love to give you ways to actually put these new awarenesses into action. Number one, one of the best, absolutely best ways to increase your self-esteem is to keep simple promises you make to yourself, right? And stop telling yourself the story that, oh, well, obviously I can't really do what I want to do. Because how many times have you said, I'm going to get up, I'm setting my alarm 30 minutes early, and I'm going to get up and spend quiet time with the Lord. And you don't. And you, well, of course, I didn't do it again. Clearly, I can't get this to work. There's something wrong with me. Or get up and go to the gym, and you don't do it, and you hit snooze. Right? Or what if you say you're going to go straight home and not stop by the store and buy alcohol? And you do anyway. And these are the tiny things. So how can you put into this week a small promises list? Let's just get simple. If I say I'm going to go to the gym today and I go, I'm going to celebrate myself. Because isn't that funny how we, we don't really focus when we do do the things Because it's like, well, I expect me to, because I said I was. But just as soon as we hit the snooze or we take a detour, we're berating ourselves and we're mean and judgmental. So first of all, out of all this, I want you to just take notice and ask yourself, is that you? Do you typically do that? So let's start by this week celebrating your wins. Celebrate when you get to bed when you said you were. That's a huge deal for me. I love, I want to be in bed by 10 o'clock. At the latest 1030. And it really just depends on the night. It depends on the kids and if they're needing me or wanting to talk about things because teenagers have this way of wanting to talk at night, which is great. Um, Which you hear me. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. So it's kind of funny. But so what is it? You know, celebrate yourself for getting up and getting to work on time. Celebrate yourself for getting gas before the light dings, which I have not been able to do that because I totally forget to look at my gas tank fuel and it usually dings and tells me, thank you, Honda Pilot, for letting me know that I need to get gas and you give me a little cushion time. But seriously, 
thank yourself for making these choices. Thank yourself for maybe you're counting macros and you hit your protein goal and you're really focusing on that. That's just been something that I've that I've really focused on lately that's been helping me. And I have missed the mark several days where I got distracted. I got into busyness and I didn't log. So I didn't really know what I did. And then there was a couple of days where I just did not make preparations for the food choices. So I didn't hit my goal, but I wasn't mean to myself. I just realized, oh, I'm human. What can I do to dial this back in? Because I know this will benefit me. Okay. So the number one thing this week, if you hear me on all, I got three of these and they're all amazing. You've got to keep these promises to yourself. You've got to take baby steps to get to the big things. Because I know a lot of you listening, you've tried the whole stop drinking thing, right? Well, I'm not going to drink today. And you keep doing it. I was there. (laughs) I'm the queen of the loop. I was stuck in all that mess every day. I'm not going to drink today. I feel like crap. I have a headache. I was up at, you know, my heart racing at 3 a.m. And here I go again, I'm going back to work and then I'm going to the gym or maybe I won't go to the gym and then I'll go home because I'm stressed and I'm tired and I want to drink because I don't know how to handle my feelings over and over and over. And it really discouraged me. It had totally affected my self-esteem. And it wasn't until I started taking action and doing what I said I was going to do. And I've built upon that. So this can start small with bedtimes and wake up times and texting a friend, going to church, reading your Bible, getting a walk in, getting 10 minutes of movement in, not drinking wine just today, maybe drinking one glass instead of four glasses. Every little action will count, I promise you, and you will build on it right? To where now, where I'm sitting, I can trust myself no matter what. I still mess up. I'm going to mess up. I'm human. I'm going to have days where I don't really get the things done that I would love to, or maybe I missed out on something that is one of my non-negotiables, but I'm not mean about it. I'm like, all right, Michelle, what did you allow to distract you today? And I self-assess, Because I trust myself and I feel strongly about myself, but I also am going to always want to keep growing. I'm not going to just sit back and go, eh, no big deal. I'm just going to ignore it. No, Michelle, what did you, what did you put first? What priorities did you put first? Oh, well, I watched an extra episode of a show and I ended up going to bed at 11 and I was tired. Okay, well, tomorrow night, pay attention to the clock and hit pause, sister friend, because guess what? (laughs) That's the beauty of our TVs now. We don't have to watch them. It's not live. We can see it tomorrow. So I hope this helps. And I know I hung on that one for a minute, but as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this part. Okay. Number two, another way to help with our self-esteem is to stop comparing our lives to small clips of other women's lives. Do you know what I'm saying? So I know you over here looking at Sister Fran up on Instagram and Facebook and her life looks perfect and her family looks gorgeous and they look so happy. Well, first of all, we know that's not true. We have to remind ourselves of that. Not that she's not true. And she's, I mean, she could be amazing and happy and have a great family. Okay. 
I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is, is you don't know that she wasn't on her knees crying last night because, you know, there's something going on with her child at school. Her child's getting bullied at school and she's afraid. Or maybe she lost somebody in her family. That's my point is we don't know what people are going through. And when we sit back and compare ourselves and we make them, that's even an idol, y'all. Like when we put other people above us and what we believe of them, we're idolizing something and it's not even real. So stop comparing yourself. Now, here's what I think is very valuable, though. I believe there can be a healthy motivation when we see another woman's actions and her consistency that is showing up when we know her. So like that's the power of a community, being in a community and seeing what other people are doing, being in any sort of group Bible study or group program at the gym or like the student community that I have for the roadmap or just the Facebook group community in general. I know sometimes it's not as active in there, but knowing that you can be encouraged by other women's stories and their struggle and their overcoming, right? So for example, I hope that you're motivated and inspired by me. That's why it's so important for me to come here every day, and I've been doing this for a couple years, or every week rather, to let you know where I am and to let you know I've been there and that I love you and that I see you and that I want to help you and the struggles that I've had through my pre-days of stopping drinking, but the struggles I have inside my marriage. And getting separated and divorce and what it felt like to sell a home by myself and to care for pets who were stressed out and pooping all over the place and kids who were angry and showing their anger and then finding a place to live and then needing to find another place to live because of other circumstances. I mean, the reality of it is that we all have stuff And there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes you will never see with someone that's not physically close to you. And yet, when we share our stories and we share our overcomings, we say, look, but I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep taking action. I trust the Lord. I trust myself that I'm going to get through this. And that was a huge part of my story was coming to a place where I knew, (coughs) excuse me, Where I knew, without a doubt, no matter my circumstances, no matter what people thought of me, no matter what stories were told about me, no matter what my kids were dealing with and how they were acting out, that I was sure of where my feet were planted, who my God is, and that I was safe inside of that, that I wasn't going to break, just be completely broken and and just disappear. I knew that I could just take one step and put it in front of the other. And I hope that by me sharing this, and some some of you may have never even heard that from me. I don't even remember all the things I have told you or not told you on here. And I only say it to just tell you that we're, we're not Facebook. We're not Instagram. There's stories. Now, am I in a, I'm in a beautiful place right now. I'm in a healthy relationship. I love the home I live in. My kids are growing and doing great, but that don't mean tomorrow something could change. And that's what I mean is that 
We have to know that we know that we know that we can trust ourselves, period. Okay. Number three, y'all, I'm sorry. My throat is super scratchy today. Number three, get to know God more and how he sees you and how he loves you, period. So I just looked up a few things and I read this. When God looks at you, he does not see a former sinner. He does not see you in a light of who you once were. He sees you as redeemed, a new creation that has been made whole. You do not have to define yourself in a light of your past mistakes. So many of you were like me, and you probably are still struggling with this, especially if you're still drinking, that you feel this this shame. And so you're not even really trying to seek God more because you're ashamed of yourself because you're like, oh, I've prayed and I've asked him to help me and I've made promises to him where I promise I won't do this anymore. And, and surely he's tired of me. No, he's not tired of you. He is the, he is who he is. He is the creator of the universe. He created you for a purpose and he's there with you right now in this moment to say, sister, daughter, I love you and I'm here for you to support you. And then you have to be the one to accept his love to accept his grace, to accept his help, right? That's why he sent the helper, the Holy Spirit. When we become believers in a relationship with Jesus Christ, knowing that Jesus is the son of God, he came to earth as a baby from Virgin Mary. He grew up, miracles, showing the world who he was, He sacrificed himself. God sacrificed his only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross to die for all of humanity and beyond. And all we have to do is accept it. It's free. It's the grace that he has been given. Now, some of you might know this deep to your core, and this has been part of your life. Some of you may be like, what? This is so new to me. This is not how I grew up and what my church taught. And yet he also gives you his word. He gives you the Holy Spirit as a helper. When you believe that he is your savior and that heaven is your home, that is your future home. Not now, right right now we're on earth and he's going to begin to speak to you. He's going to begin to carve you and mold you into glorifying him and serving others and loving others and building that connection with you. But you have to seek it. You have to say yes. What is the saying? You know, he's he's knocking on your heart. You got to open it up and say yes. It's these cute little things that we heard at church as little kids, but it's really true. And so if anything, right now, if you don't know Jesus and you're curious about what that relationship looks like, please message me. I, I don't. I don't know all the things and I don't have theology training. What I do have is my experience and my relationship with him. And I know he's real. And I know that the Holy Spirit lives in me because he's guiding me and I feel conviction and I feel here that, you know, I've never heard the voice of God, but he connects me with other believers that will speak truth into me. He has his word. There's just so much out there that can help you and support you in this journey. Okay. I wasn't even really planning on sharing that today. So obviously 
that for me is a Holy Spirit prompt. That's like, okay, well, maybe somebody needs to hear. I'm over here talking about God and connecting with him and how much he loves us. And some of these women, maybe they don't really know him yet. Like they've heard of the creator. They know there is a God or they're hearing these language, higher power or universe, but they don't know him. Like to be known by Jesus is different and you'll know it when you know it. Okay. So I want you to know that self-esteem is highly important and it matters so that you can begin to show up in your life to serve, to love, to know that God has gifted you. So I hope this encourages you today. If you have any questions or if you just want to chat about it, you know where to find me. I love when you email me, michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. And you can always message me as well over in Facebook or Instagram, the direct messages, wherever you hang out. You know me, I'm not on socials a whole, whole lot. I will post stuff, but um, I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Talk soon. Hey friend, before you go, I want to make sure that you know about the free masterclass that is available for you. It's the five steps to help you stop over drinking without stress and overwhelm. Download it for free today at setfreesisterhood.com slash masterclass. I would love for you to come join the Facebook community too. I will put the link in the show notes. And if you're ready to see what support would look like so that you could start walking out your future of being alcohol free and stepping into the woman who God is calling you to be, email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. Until next time, stay blessed.